Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. And welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm so glad that all of you have come to join us. Amen. You know, saints, it's a wonderful day in the kingdom. It's a great day in the kingdom. There's war. There's confusion. There's cheating. There's lying. There's stealing. There's killing. And it's a great day. In the kingdom. Amen? It's a great day in the kingdom. And so as long as we keep our eyes on Jesus Christ and we keep our hope firmly anchored in him, all is well. Because he will bring us through. Amen? He alone will bring us through. Hold on just one second, thanks. Yes, yes. Amen. So, we're believing God to move in our lives as well. Not just in the situations that we present to him as adjudications, but also in our own lives. God is very faithful to us, and he's deserving of our trust. He's deserving of our obedience. And... As you consider the things that you're making decisions on, remember not to leave him out of the decision process. Amen? Remember not to leave God out of the decision-making process because we're supposed to be being led by the Holy Spirit. So that means we're supposed to be following the Holy Spirit. And in order to follow the Holy Spirit, we have to be in communication with him. Amen? So I know that this is a season where things get to be real hustle-bustle and other things come in and other distractions present themselves. But don't ever leave God out of your decision-making process. It means to him that you have another source, another God, someone else that you would prefer to listen to, even if that's yourself. Amen. He's the Lord in the midst of the earth, the scriptures say. And he is the one that's guiding and directing our lives if we have made him the Lord of our lives. Those things, I want to remind you, yes, we get busy. Yes, we get distracted. But once distracted, we can choose to refocus. We can choose to refocus. It's an act of our own will. We can choose to grab that moment and say, nope, back over here, back in line. Amen. Yes, it's a challenge, but it's a good challenge. Amen. It's a challenge for growth. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for all of our first-time listeners. 
We want to thank you for all of our regular listeners, and we want to thank you for the listeners that you are drawing to this broadcast, Father. We thank you, Father, that as they come up and listen, they will learn about you. No, Lord, they will not learn the the latest money-making scheme, but they will learn about you. They will learn how to walk in a successful relationship with you while on the earth. They will learn how to grow and develop as a Christian and as a human being. They will learn how to love the other members of the body of Christ. And many other wonderful things will open up to them in the work that you have established here. We want to thank you that it was established in the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. We want to thank you for everyone who's ever heard us or ever will hear us. We want to thank you, Lord, that you have given us an opportunity to sow seed into their lives, the seed of your word into their lives. And prayerfully that seed was watered and it began to grow. We pray, Father, for all of those who are yet to understand the mission of this ministry. We ask, Lord, that you help them to see what you are so clearly showing them. We want to thank you, Lord, for the strong ones. We want to thank you for the weak ones. We ask you, Lord, to take us all in your hands and bring us to the place that you have designed for us to be as Christians and as human beings in the earth that we might give glory and praise and honor to you. Amen, 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 amen. It's getting a little cooler now, which is nice. Oh, is it nice? It's a little relief. I think I need to, I need to wet my throat. Yep, that's what's missing. All right. Now, for all of our first-time listeners, we want to invite you to our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. And our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. And when the page comes up, across the banner, if you're on a laptop or a tablet, it'll say MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When it changes, click Guess. When it changes, sign in using your own name, one of those that can be found on your birth certificate, most likely. And enter your greeting for the saints, excuse me, and they will in turn respond to you in the love of God. Amen? If you're on a cell phone, Uh, Use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner at the top, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, and it opens up all the other links to you. You may choose MIC Radio Chat and then proceed from there. Amen. Praise God. We want to thank you for your cooperation and participation and for the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord, pouring forth to you and through you. Amen. Praise God. I'm happy to say 
that uh, things are going better. And you say, well, I wish that would get to my house. Don't worry, it's on its way. Things are getting better. Amen? Father, we want to lift up um, one of our brothers who lost his own brother to cancer recently. We want to um, lift him up to you, Lord, and his family. And we ask, Father, that you comfort them. We ask, Father, that you show them what you want them to do. And if there are any financial issues, Father, that uh, you will show them the right way. You will show them your plan and what you have designed and provided for them. So, Lord, um, we ask, Lord, that you release the blessings that the Holy Spirit brings of comfort during this time, we don't ask you to ease the pain and the agony of grief. We take authority, dominion, and power over grief, overcoming and assaulting that family in Jesus' name. We bind that demon spirit in the name of Jesus. We bind sorrow. We bind regrets and dread in Jesus' name. We bind all the if it would have, could have, should have been in the name of Jesus Christ. And we ask, Father, that all strife be bound in the family, between the family members. Even within individual members of the family, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you release the love of God in their presence, Father. And we thank you for your ministry to them during this time, Father, in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, glory, and honor, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Well, saints, pastor's been busy. I know you've been busy, too, because I've been seemingly extra busy. And... um I know that as we lift Brother Andre and his family, that they're receiving our prayers. And we um, we know that God is present because there's no, there's no limit in prayer. You can be on the other side of the world and pray, and people on this side of the world can feel it. So we particularly today lift up our brothers and sisters in Australia. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for meeting the needs. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, saints, let's um, let's go before the Lord in prayer a little bit more. Um, the Lord um, has been talking to me about some things, and I'm not ready to talk about them yet. So, keep praying for me. He'll finish telling me all he wants to say. Hmm? He'll finish telling me. Amen. All he wants to say. Father, with Brother Andre, the broken hearts in his family, we ask that you mend those broken hearts. They're hearts that are actually broken, Lord. We ask that you mend those broken hearts. And all the hearts that are in Miracle Internet Church that are broken or bruised, we ask that you release your healing virtue in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, sometimes we act strange because there's a healing that's needed. And whether we understand it or not, we need to ask you for it. We need to come in humility and submission and ask for it. So on behalf of all the members of Miracle Internet Church that have a broken or bruised heart, Father, we ask for your healing, for you to release that healing. Amen. Father, we make a commitment to rejoice because another soul has gone home. In fact, there are many Christians I found out recently that have left. They're already gone home. They're at peace. They're at joy. They're not suffering anymore. We'll miss them, but we're proud of them. They made it home. Amen? We will miss them dearly. But we're proud of them because they they completed their journey and they made it home. And that in that is hope for us. You see, some people look at death and all they see is somebody dying that's not here now. But that's not accurate. If they were a Christian, they went into the presence of the Lord. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're desiring. So if somebody else made it, that means there's hope for us still. Amen? If somebody else made it home, there's still hope for us. And that's how we ought to see it. There's hope for us. They made it. We're proud of them. We congratulate them. We thank the Lord for them. They made it home. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a lot of ways. Remember, I keep telling you, your perspective makes the difference. How you look at a situation makes the difference in how you you react. So, yes, you grieve when someone close to you passes away. You experience a degree of sorrow. But on the other side, of that same situation, if they went to be with the Lord, there is relief and gladness and joy. There's joy. Why? 
because they made it home. Amen? Amen. That's a good thing. That's a very, very good thing. Father, we ask you to send encouragement to Brother Andre and his family, the encouragement that they need. We ask that you refresh their heart. We thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit standing in the gap for that family. Don't let anyone come and be the huckster of the year to take monies and benefits away from them that they righteously deserve. In Jesus' name. You know, years ago when people had a death in the family, they would they would put in the death notice that they were going to have the repast at a certain time and at a certain place. And they would give the address and so on until they discovered that thieves would read the newspaper, show up to the family, uh, repast, and go through the line like they knew the person and didn't and pretended to be members of the family and decide to eat the people out of house and home. Or else they would go to the residence because they knew no one was there there at the funeral and break in the house. Isn't that awful? So, Father, for all the people that did that, we forgive them because the Bible says we ought to do so. So we're going to obey and forgive them. But we also ask, Father, that the conviction of the Holy Spirit come upon them, that the conviction of the Holy Spirit come upon them, Lord, that they see the error of their ways and that they repent and turn to you. We thank you for it, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, help them through every step of the grief process. They're angry, Lord. Lord, we ask that you give them different thoughts in their mind. Take those angry thoughts away, Lord. And give them thoughts of peace. Thank you, Father. We know that you'll do this in Jesus' name because you love us. And you promised that you would. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your promise. Thank you for your love and for your promise. Life has really changed, you know. It's really changed. But God is still on the throne, and that's what really matters. Life has changed down here. But God is still on the throne. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father 
Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers. <clears throat> we close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attacks, all Leviathan spirits in their attacks, all Kundalini brainwashing spirits in their attacks, all water and marine spirits in their attacks, all sex devils in their attacks, <coughs> all unclean spirits in their attacks, all passive devils, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits. All seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer. The Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, in Jesus' name. <coughs> Excuse me. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind controlled by the occult, forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse, microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, Binded directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Thank you, Brother Bill. <clears throat> We're binding all sonic and audio weapons, boredom spirit, all the voices of the stranger, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We binding all hypnotic and trance devils, all mystic rituals and their intent. We're binding all Urikisa, that demonic music and those spirits. All demonic music, all satanic music. We're binding you in the name of Jesus Christ. And we're binding your influence over the minds of the people. We're binding your influence, Satan, over the minds and hearts of the people in Jesus' name. We bind those sounds out of their ears, and we send them to boomerang back to you, devil. They are yours. The illegal use of the instrumentation that God placed within you. We bind your illegal usage in Jesus' name. We forbid you to continue to use music as a weapon against humankind in Jesus' name. Reka rusur rigidere brusa. Er kohoreki. 
rakakuru gundere salare di osundere breke, runge dere bre salare di osundere brekakuru gise, yarriki de rugorele di andere broko baba baba rukotore gise de, rege dere brusalare di osundere brakunda regise, rakuda rindere manasu turobreke, yurrekisa terebra. All the perversions of music are bound in Jesus' name. Worldwide. All the perversions of music are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. From our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over those perversions, over those spirits, over their dominions, over their territories. We bind the strong men in the name of Jesus Christ. And we pull you down from your high places in the name of Jesus. We pull you down from your high places. We take your powers from you. Yes, we take your powers from you, and we bind you and chain you in the name of Jesus Christ. We transfer your powers back to Jesus Christ because power belongs to God. All power belongs to God. We take authority, dominion, and power over mood music. That alters the brain waves in the human beings and the animals. Father, we thank you for protecting all the babes in the womb from that demonic music that their mothers and fathers exposed them to. Hey, in Jesus' name, we ask that you protect the babes in the womb, Lord. From the thoughtlessness and the ignorance of their parents, in Jesus' name, and others associated in the name of Jesus. Father, teach us to be more discerning. And what we allow to enter through our ear gate in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for teaching us how to more effectively use the mute button in Jesus' name. Father, blessings upon those who have learned to play the scriptures over them as often as possible, even 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Father, 
Rela le dio surri gise le de dia curri kise rala le dio kumba baba ro le le dio surri ayakuta rabrasata rike di roshala de yosundra bri ringe di riburusha le de asandra maneki help others lord to catch on so that they can tune into your frequency and hear what you have to say rike de lo bruso le de yosundra manakushe de rabri we bind all vibrations which are demons. Thank you, Lord. We bind hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind 5G and components, everything coming from outer space, aimed as a weapon against us, everything from any orbit in the name of Jesus Christ, everything from any planet, any substation uh, that has been placed on a planet, anything coming through the satellite. We return it to sender in Jesus' name. Coming through that, the cell towers and our electronic devices. In the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for your protection, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the sender. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for all eternity. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind Buddhist black magic, (coughs) Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, indigenous groups, global cabals, every group that is associated with the Illuminati. We bind covens, <coughs> covens of witches, covens of warlocks, covens of wizards, covens of shamans, of witch doctors, of divinators and sorcerers and kidnappers and liars. And whoremongers. Vile, perverse covens. We bind them and their works, their agendas, and their powers in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over covens of violence. And we bind them, their mindsets, their agendas, their purpose their connection to Satan, and their use of violence against human beings. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every demon 
responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We buy an impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over all of our pets and animals and livestock in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid the enemy to use any of them for sacrifices during this season in Jesus' name. All of those plans, we bind them, cage them, and send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every demonic, satanic plan that the enemy has for this season, we send it back upon the head of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind uh, all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts magic, logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge. And exalts them against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We want to thank you for it, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. Defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons or injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name, the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. That includes the return of every hex, vex, curse, and spell in Jesus' name. This includes every work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Thank you, Lord. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender our witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites, against the website and the app, returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, uh, hexes, vexes, spells, and incantations in Jesus' name, returning all Nigerian witchcraft, all tribal witchcraft, all Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft, 
breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchronicity, binding the symbolism of the demonic realm in Jesus' name and the demons that they attract in the name of Jesus. Amen. Binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writing, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practice. Practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells and potions. Binding and caging synchronicity, binding and caging uh, Poseidon and other underwater demons in Jesus' name. Stripping them of their crowns and their powers in the name of Jesus Christ. Binding all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor, and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you into the spiritual cage, into the feet of Jesus, for judgment. We bind all the uh, human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in the name of Jesus. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control. Apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. In Jesus' name, we're binding all violence. We're binding all violence. All violence in the name of Jesus. We bind it strong men in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali. All war gods, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On. All false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We bind in the name of Jesus Christ and chain with eternal chains under darkness 
in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grips, Freemasonry, the rituals of every secret society, and the works of all the associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. You are bound and chained and caged in the name of Jesus. Kill Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and pride and work of errors and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. But the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief. And we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind them and send them into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus right now for judgment. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits coming through the web pages or through our cellular devices. In Jesus' name, we bind you and send you back through the portal and seal the portal behind you in the name of Jesus. We cover our transportation, whatever form that may be, even if we're renting a car, using someone else's car, or riding along. We cover our transportation with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every kind of breakdown, accident, malfunction, we take authority, dominion, and power over the enemy attempting to attack us as we drive, even using other drivers and their vehicles to attack us. We bind the work of the enemy and send it back on his own head in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask for the, all of that um, debris 
left in the highways, even on the interstates, Father, to be moved out of the way of the drivers, Lord, that there will be no accidents in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the attack of the enemies as we drive from one principality to the next in the name of Jesus. We send the warfare back upon the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ as we drive from one locale to the other and we move from one strategic region to the next. We take authority, dominion, and power over all of the warfare, all the way from our home to our destination and in return, in Jesus' name. We bind those demons, Father, in the name of Jesus. We cage them with eternal chains under darkness, and we cage them and send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind every strong man along the way of our route, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind traffic tickets in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind traffic fatalities. Help us to see, Lord, what we would not have seen normally. In Jesus' name, motorists driving around without their headlights on. Father, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons of the night in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Any kind of bad dream, anything to interrupt our sleep, even dumb dreams, pizza dreams, we bind it all in the name of Jesus. We didn't ask for any dream. We just wanted to eat some pizza. And so we take authority, dominion, and power. We take authority, dominion, and power over chemical substances that would move our body into an imbalance in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind it in Jesus' name. We command them to stay away. We thank you that you've released your word over us, Father and your warring angels. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for warring, linking angels. We thank you for the praising angels. But most of all, we thank you for your presence, Father. Being here in our midst as we meet together in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, anything sent to us from the demonic realm, and we send it back we cut and burn and destroy silver cords and ley lines and soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, sorcerers, divinators, liars, hucksters. Thieves, in Jesus' name. We break the power of every charm, love spell, vex, hex, and curse. We plead the blood of Jesus over our credit cards. 
Runge de Rosula la diacure bebe bebe baba brukata rike de and over our cash rike su rigise de de braka cure rike de de brosha la diosula la diosunda de bra rike de di brosha la diosunda de bra kugaratia de de diosunda yanda de brosha la diosunda de brakete roca de father we disconnect our monies from unscrupulous procedures and no no ka de de brosha la de andy ben in jesus name rula la diosa Ringe de Brushala de Okur Colare de Asundere Bre, Lala de Osundere Brishala de Okunde de Braca Curricisata, Rela de Okute, Rezede de Anda Regise Be, Alla de Osur, Caharicise Be, Shatarabare. Thank you, Lord. Alla de Osunda, Saints, I just have to tell you, you need to pay attention to your money when you walk out the front door. You need to keep your eyes on your money. So I'll tell you that again. You know they uh, you, they have these scanners to scan your credit card when it's buried in the bottom and you can't find it. Well, that's one thing. But they come out with something new every day to steal your money. So don't, you know, don't be naive. Don't be gullible. Be wise as serpents, harmless as doves, in Jesus' name. Amen. Keep your eyes on your money. Check your accounts regularly. The enemy is busy. You be busier. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. There are places that you should not use your credit card during this season. If you seek me, I will tell you, saith the Lord. Amen. Pay attention, saints. Pay attention. Amen. Where did I leave off? I forgot. (laughs) We return to the enemy. Curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, fetishes, magic, sorcery, voodoo, mind control, torment, pain, sickness, destruction, incense and candle burnings, incantations, root work, Tribal rituals and sins, crystals, hoodoo, ungodly prayers, and we return it to the sender in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel in Jesus' name. We pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We return all spirits of hatred, jealousy, bitterness, murder, envy, wizardry, sorcery, and all the spirits that work with them. We send them right back where they came from in the name of Jesus. All spirits of blindness, bondage, hate, and fear, you go back as well in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you for your guidance, protection, and wisdom for our lives. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I still see it. 
uh, I see wallets and purses. I see wallets and purses. Don't get so busy doing what you're doing that you're not watching those around you. Amen? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Even on websites. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 75. And our verses for meditation come from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Featured ebook is Second Coming of Christ, My Redeemer Lives. Amen. So tonight, saints, we're going to talk about a spiritual journey. A spiritual journey. Thank you, Lord. A spiritual journey. You say, really, Pastor? That's right. This is an important spiritual journey, one that God has ordained for every believer, and we're going to make the journey together, and we're going to enjoy the journey. Praise God. We're going to enjoy the journey with the Lord. You know, living in this life, you can be sour, or you can be sad, or you can be joyful in the Lord. It's really up to you how that works out in the end, because it's your choice. Amen? There are always going to be sad events. There are going to be things that we have no control over. But you determine how you're going to respond. And we shouldn't allow our emotions to take the first the first turn. It's time to learn to tell your emotions, no, move over. My spirit man is here. You can't be in charge. Amen? Amen. You cannot be in charge. You had your day, and your day is now over. So you cannot be in charge. Amen. So, let's see. Ephesians, I think I'm going to read it. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 1. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 1. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord for the reading of his word. So, saints, on this spiritual journey, 
that we are beginning, wonderful things are going to happen. No, this is not a theological journey, nor an intellectual journey, but instead a spiritual journey. Many of us have previously been introduced to the last book of the Bible as a theological explanation of future events. By theological, I mean what results from a sophisticated study of the relations between God and the universe and of the study of God. Yet, we are embarking, that's right, we are embarking on a spiritual journey, not a theological examination of God from man's point of view. So are you ready? Are you ready to embark on this journey? On the island of Patmos, the Apostle John received a revelation from God. The Greek island of Patmos was used as a place of exile for convicts. This is how the Apostle John came to Patmos. He was exiled by the Roman Emperor Titus Flavius Dominius. Domentius, in 95 after Christ. In the New Testament times, Patmos was a destination for criminals and political prisoners. Convicts were allowed relative freedom to roam the small island, and it is small indeed. Most had to provide their own food and shelter, and were guarded by Roman soldiers against leaving. Many died of exposure, violent attacks by other convicts, or by starvation. Tradition holds that the Apostle John's friends and followers in Ephesus sent food and other supplies to John, on the island so that he would survive. Today, Patmos is part of the country of Greece. Amen. So that's our geography lesson for the evening. Amen. John was in the spirit, not in the flesh, in the spirit, on the Lord's day, when he received a revelation from God. Amen. Amen. Hold on. Amen. John heard Christ speak as the sound of a trumpet. He saw Christ in all his glory. His spirit caught up into heaven. He saw Almighty God 
seated on his throne. God's divine plan and purpose for the end of time was unveiled before his very eyes. I pray as your pastor that you will refrain from simply adding to your collection of head knowledge in response to this message. That's right. I pray that you will refrain from simply adding to your collection of head knowledge to this message. My prayer is for each of us to receive a revelation from God within your own spirit and not from your neighbor and not from your neighbor and not at all from your neighbor. That's right, that each of us receive a revelation from God within your own spirit that will cause the word to come alive within you so that the word of God blossoming within your spirit will have free course. God is not the author of confusion, and he doesn't contradict himself. God ought to be able to show you himself, and that should suffice. God's revelation to you should fill your spirit with excitement and expectation concerning the things which will occur. Many Bible scholars have built up theories upon theories, which were based upon other men's theories, pendant upon their natural minds to interpret the scriptures. Some have speculation or different persons' thoughts on the matters presented. But the Apostle John did not receive speculations nor theories. The Apostle John on the Isle of Patmos did not receive speculations nor theories. A revelation. A revelation an unveiling of what God wanted us to become aware of. You see, it's one thing to have a theory. It's another thing to try to predict and have speculations, but it's quite another thing, altogether different, for God to pull back the curtains in heaven and allow you to see what you did not know existed. This spiritual journey is an opportunity for each individual saint aware of what God is saying to that one. You see, this is a personal thing. It's a revelation from God to you. 
No, it is not what your neighbor thinks God showed them. No, 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 no. It's God's revelation to you personally, what he wants you to know. Amen? Every saint. Well, let me say this again. I'm going to say this one more time. This spiritual journey is an opportunity for each individual saint to become aware of what God is saying to that one, what God's saying to you. It's personal in your own spirit from God. Every saint should receive from God for themselves alone. I encourage every saint to forego settling for someone else's interpretation. God is coming to talk to you by revelation about what he wants you to know about what we're going to talk about. He has not sent out an invitation to anyone else to join the two of you in your prayer closet. And you shouldn't be sending out an invitation either. When you go in your prayer closet, you are God alone, you need to shut the door and keep out everybody else. Amen? Amen. God should have some private time with you. And everything he shows you is not the whole world's business either. What God shows you alone has no business on Facebook, Twitter, or a million other places just like that. Amen. I encourage every saint to forego settling for someone else's interpretation. But instead, as we journey to receive inspiration and revelation from God. Amen? God wants to talk to you. He can talk to your cousin some other time. He wants to talk to you. He spoke to John. He did not invite all the other convicts to come find out. He was talking to John alone. Amen? Praise God. This journey ushers in a revelation of victory and triumph, not doom and gloom. Victory and triumph, not doom and gloom. On this journey, we will see the saints during times of trial and persecution as the overcomers who are made victorious by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. We will see the conquering Christ coming back with the saints for the final overthrow of Satan. We will see 
the saints, taking their place at the marriage supper of the Lamb. This journey brings great encouragement to those who are in right standing with God. Jesus unveils God's end-time plan to the Apostle John and instructed him to testify all of these things to the churches as an encouragement to endure. Say amen for the encouragement to endure. In this unveiling, God desires to bless each saint with a glimpse of the ultimate glory and victory ahead. This journey brings to each saint a message, yet not a mystery. A message, but not a mystery. No, this is not like Agatha Christie. It's not like Sherlock Holmes. Completely and entirely different. It's a message, but it's not a mystery. The events happening on the earth today are not by chance, nor is God caught off guard. God has a master plan which he created from the very beginning of time. He already, already knows what will happen. So there is no need for you to become anxious or worried or fearful. Amen? Praise the Lord. None of us need to guess, wish, or predict about the future. We are not worried. If there will be a nuclear war, and if any of us will survive, scientists and popular others will continue to guess, speculate, and predict the future. But God has made it possible for you to know what God wants you to know, what God wants you to know. Now, there's plenty of information, but there's particular things that God wants you to know. Amen? And he's made it possible for you to know what he wants you to know. John received a direct revelation from Jesus, which he recorded and described for us. So if you don't mind, please join me in the book of Revelation, amen, chapter 1, verse 1, Revelation, chapter 1, verse 1, 
Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servant things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Let's do that again. The, a specific, the revelation of Jesus Christ. How did he get it? Which God gave unto him. For what purpose? To show unto his servant things which must shortly come to pass. So it's going to happen anyway. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. So that explains about John being on the Isle of Patmos and what God intended to do with John on that tiny little island that most people paid no attention to. This revelation is an uncovering or a drawing away of the veil of darkness. You know there's a veil. We can't see everything that's going on behind the veil, but God sees everything that we do down here. All things are naked and open before the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Amen? Praise God. The revelation which John received did not come through his natural mind, but it was revealed to him. The veil was pulled away for him while he was in the spirit, the Holy Spirit. The veil was pulled away for him. While he was in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, revelation is not a function of the natural mind. Revelation is not a function of the natural mind. The natural mind does not understand the things of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. So let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And verse 14, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. 
for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned or spiritually understood. Amen? The natural man receives not. He does not accept the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness unto him. They don't make any sense. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned or understood. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, again, the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show to his servant things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent it by his angel to his servant John. So John was not sitting up there having a dream and imagining things. This did not come out of pizza. It didn't come because he ate too many olives. He wasn't sick with an infection and became delirious. None of that. He was just sitting there, and the presence of the Lord took him up in the spirit. And God pulled back the curtain, so to speak. And allowed him to see what others have never seen nor heard of. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. This scripture is coming to me, so I think I, I don't want to misquote it. Amen. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Verse, mm, and we're going to go to verse 9 this time. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Verse 10, verse 10, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit Searcheth all things, yes, the deep things of God. Amen? So John was not having a pizza dream, okay? I want you to clearly understand the difference. He was not hallucinating on drugs. He was caught up in the spirit of God, and he saw and heard things 
that he did not even know existed. Amen? And he attempted to record them and describe them as best he could. All right? So we need to keep that in mind. Kind of revelation which John the Apostle received was the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him. So God gave to Jesus a revelation of his end of times plan so that his servants would know what he wants them to know about the things which will happen, which means he has not told us everything. He's telling us what he wants us to know for specific purposes. God is a God of plan and purpose. Always remember that about him. He's a God of plan and purpose. God. He unveiled to John God's end of time plan for the consummation of the ages. This spiritual journey reveals Christ as the head of the church. On this journey, we will make the, you know, when you get on these cruise ships and go on these tours, they tell you you're going to stop at certain destinations. And at a certain destination, we're going to disembark from the ship, and we're going to go see this, we're going to see that, and we're going to see the other. All right? Well, on this journey, this spiritual journey, we get to see Jesus Christ as the head of the church. We get to see him as the Alpha and Omega. Really? That's right. Amen. That's what we get to do. We get to see him as the King of Kings. We get to see him as the Lamb of God. We get to see him as the lion of the tribe of Judah. We get to see him as the great shepherd. We get to see him as the Lord of the harvest. We get to see him as the mighty conquering warrior Messiah. We will not be relying on our natural mind, not at all. It won't work. God's plan was unveiled to John while he was in the spirit. Amen? So if you think you're going to wash dishes or clean the kitchen, and stand there and just think and think and think, you are just as wrong and wrong and wrong. Amen? God has to interrupt and open up 
the eyes of your understanding so that you will receive the revelation that he has for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Each saint must receive understanding by the Spirit of God. Amen. Every saint must receive understanding by the Spirit of God. We're still in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's go to verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received, not of the world, but the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We don't have the spirit of the world. We have God's spirit. Jesus sent him to us. Amen? So that we will know the things that God has done for us and given to us. God has given us the Holy Spirit Spirit to lead and guide us into all truth and to show us things to come. I'm trying to go very slow and be very deliberate in this because I don't want to leave anybody behind. Amen. I want everybody to be on board and understand. John, we're going to the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, and verse 13. How be it when he... The spirit of truth is come. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Amen? When the spirit of truth is come and he has come, he will guide each of us into all truth. That's why we have to stop believing lies. And he will show us things to come. First John, all the way back to the other end of the Bible. First John. Chapter 2, verse 27. 1 John, chapter 2, verse 27. 1 John, chapter 2, as soon as I get out of Peter here, and verse 27. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. And ye not and ye need not that any man teach you, 
But as the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. All right? So the Holy Spirit is going to help you understand God's purpose for sharing this revelation, this unveiling, is so that we will be busy about our Father's business. He has a point for us to understand a few things. He wants us to be busy about our Father's business. Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse 14. Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servant and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received five talents went and traded the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. But after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. And the Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained other two talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid. And went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. And the Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers. And then at my coming I should have received my own with usury or interest. Take, therefore, the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. 
but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. So God has a point to this. He wants us to be busy about his business. And this revelation that he has for each person is to help stimulate us to do what he wants each of us to do. God wants us to be watching. That's right. God wants us to be watching for many years in this ministry. We have prayed for God to wake up the sleeping giant. Wake up the body of Christ. Wake up those that are asleep. Wake up, wake up, wake up. There's a lot going on here. Wake up. Some woke up for a season and went back to sleep because that was convenient for them. Others woke up and are staying awake. Yet others are still asleep. But God wants us to be alert, serious, and awake. He wants us to be circumspect. That means we're watching from every angle, not acting like fools. We're paying attention because the hour is late. The hour is late, saints. Join the Lord. In Matthew chapter 24, Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse 36. Matthew 24, beginning with verse 36. But of that day and hour no man knoweth, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall be two in the field, the one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. One shall be taken and the other left. Watch, therefore. Now, this is a scripture that you need to highlight, saints. Watch, therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man coming. So he's telling you as plain as he can for you to be ready. Because when you think least that he's going to come, he's going to show up. Take him seriously, saints. That's why he left the warning. God wants us to be prepared. So if you'll just turn the page to Matthew chapter 25, we will begin. 
God wants us to be prepared. When he says he's coming like a thief in the night, he means just that. We should believe him. It's not a a nice phrase in a song. It's a reality. And we should take it as just that, that he's not going to come ring your doorbell. (coughs) Amen? Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse 1. Excuse me. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. And they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. <coughs> Excuse me. While the bridegroom tarried, they slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and for you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. They that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man cometh. Amen. I pray that as the end of times continue to unfold, that God's people will receive new breakthroughs in the revelation that will bring the body of Christ into new unity and power. Again, I say to each saint on this spiritual journey, Lay aside all preconceived ideas and man-made teachings. No, this book is not written in chronological order. It is a series of visions which will give you an overall view of God's end-time plan. It focuses upon Jesus Christ the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It will not be complicated, rather simple and straightforward. As we take this spiritual journey, each saint must ask God to give you a spirit of revelation and unveiling within you 
so that these events will become more real to you. Amen. So that you will understand your position of victory. So that you will be prepared for what is coming. Open your spirit to God. Ask him to speak to you personally concerning what he wants you to hear. Ask him to show you things in your life that you need to see. Ask him what you must do to prepare for his coming. This is your own homework assignment. God is waiting. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. You're welcome. I tried to go slow enough so that I didn't leave anybody behind. But if you like, you may recast so you can begin to tune your spirit. You know how you have to tune an instrument before you play it? so that you can tune your spirit to listening and paying attention as we embark on this journey of what God wants you to know. Now, I know some of you did not write this down, so I'm going to give it to you again, what your homework assignment is. Number one. Open your spirit to God. Open your spirit to God. Number two, ask him to speak to you personally concerning what he wants you to hear. Ask him to speak to you personally concerning what he wants you to hear. Number three, ask him to show you things in your life you need to see. Number three, ask him to show you things in your life you need to see. Number four, Ask him what you must do to prepare for his coming. Number four, ask him what you must do to prepare for his coming. This is your homework assignment, and God is waiting for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord forevermore. I was going to do something else tonight, but I'm not. I think my throat needs a little break from the sinus drainage. So we're going to move right on, if you don't mind. Amen. Amen. Where was that going? Right here, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. 
Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I think my voice might want a little more rest than it's been getting lately, but we're going to do the best, and the Lord's going to help us. Amen. So, Father, we want to thank you for these adjudications that we are presenting to you. It's the ones you desire to receive so that you can make the judgments uh, that you want to make, Lord Jesus, and do the work that you desire to do in the world. Thank you, Lord. So we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a new study on sucralose, a popular sugar-free sweetener <coughs> Excuse me, that was put through 110 safety studies before The FDA approved it in 1998. <coughs> now, I want you to keep in mind, um, some years later, after they originally released the product, people started having uh, issues in their legs, a numbness with um, certain strange feelings in their legs. And so they began to tell people a little bit of the truth that Splenda was causing this. Well, there's more information that has come out for those who need to know. So it was put through 110 safety studies before the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved it in 1998 and found that the popular ingredient has toxicity that regulatory agencies must consider. New health and safety findings revealed in the study show that sucralose, sometimes sold under the brand name Splenda, is genotoxic, meaning that it breaks up DNA. It will split your DNA. That's not something that you want, believe me. That's on top condemning evidence revealed in the study published on May 29th in the Journal of Toxicology and Environmental Health. Years of independent research into sucralose have dismantled many of the original claims made in its food additive permit. How sucralose can damage DNA is a metabolic process. When the sweetener is digested, it forms a metabolite called sucralose-6-acetate. But the product itself has also been found to contain trace amounts of this chemical compound. Taken together, the results of this study and previous research implicate sucralose in a range of detrimental health issues. This is not acceptable. We can't have genotoxic compounds in our food supply. Susan Schiffman, corresponding author of the study, said, I think if it was presented to the FDA today, they would not approve it. 
the original claims made to the FDA just aren't true. I don't know how they missed it. Well, I do. It's called a dollar sign. Sucralose, which is about 600 times sweeter than table sugar, is used in 15 food categories, including beverages, baked goods, gum, gelatin, frozen desserts. On its website, the FDA stated that it determined the safety of sucralose by reviewing studies on the reproductive and nervous systems, carcinogenicity, and metabolism. The FDA also reviewed human clinical trials to address the effects on patients with diabetes. The permit also states that it was evaluated for genotoxicity and showed weekly genotoxic responses in some of the genotoxicity tests. However, the report goes on to state that there was no evidence of carcinogenic activity and that results from these chronic carcinogenicity studies supersede the results observed in the genotoxicity test because they are more direct and complete tests of carcinogenic potential. Schiffman, who's an adjunct professor in the Joint Department of Biomedical Engineering at North Carolina State University, and the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Now, saints, nice people have graduated from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. But, you know, COVID has a home there, too. Amen? And many of the studies were flawed because of how they were performed, such as not checking fat tissue for bioaccumulation and checking blood glucose levels in distant intervals from exposure. If you design your studies in such a way to have no effect, you'll have no effect, she said. In 2018, her team discovered that sucralose argued to simply pass through the gastrointestinal tract without metabolizing, converts to metabolite, called sucralose-6-acetate, a fat-soluble compound that stayed in the tissues of rats two weeks after they last consumed sucralose. In the new studies, researchers conducted in vitro experiments exposing human blood cells to the metabolite and monitoring for markers of genotoxicity. We also found that the trace amounts of sucralose 6-acetate can be found in off-the-shelf sucralose, even before it is consumed and metabolized, she said in a statement. Food Safety Authority has a threshold of toxicological concern for all genotoxic substances of 0.15 micrograms per person per day. Our work suggests that trace amounts of sucralose-6-acetate in a single daily sucralose-sweetened drink exceed that threshold. And that's not even accounting 
for the amount of sucralose 6-acetate produced as metabolites after people consume sucralose. Because previous research has also shown a connection between sucralose and gut health, the researchers also exposed gut cells to the metabolite and observed increased activity in genes related to oxidative stress, inflammation, carcinogenicity, and showing significant risk from, from, from consumption. Both sucralose and sucralose 6-acylial tissues were found to cause a condition called leaky gut. Basically, they make the wall of the gut more permeable. The chemicals damage the tight junctions or interfaces where cells in the gut wall connect to each other, Schiffman said. A leaky gut is problematic because it means that things would normally be flushed out of the body and the feces are instead leaking out of the gut and being absorbed into the bloodstream. And that is important. The Calorie Control Council sent a statement. This study was conducted in a laboratory environment which cannot mimic the complex mechanisms of the human body, even when human cells are used. The results of the study, therefore, cannot be inferred by extension to humans and the general population, said Robert Rankin, president of the Calorie Control Council. For the millions of people who rely on low and no-calorie sweeteners to help manage body weight and reduce the risk of non-communicable diseases like diabetes and obesity, it is important to know the facts, which is sucralose has been rigorously studied by scientific and regulatory authorities around the world and is safe to consume. Okay, the Holy Spirit says I have to give you um, I have to tell you what happened to me. All right. When uh, Splenda first came out on the market, I decided I would try it to see if I could tolerate it. Well, as time wore on, uh, those feelings in the legs, those neuropathic feelings in the legs came and I took an entire box of the stuff that I had purchased and threw it in the trash. Well, that was many years ago, like decades ago now. And recently, I was trying out different protein shakes. And this particular day, I was in the store, and I was in a hurry. So I quickly glanced through the ingredients on the back of the label, but I didn't really read them all. All right. So I went home. I didn't have many of them. I was trying it out, first of all, to see uh, if it had a taste I could tolerate. You know, I could tolerate the taste, and I wasn't having bad GI symptoms. So as time wore on, I realized a change in my personality. What happened was my moods began to swing out of order, out of the usual personality. And <coughs> anger, 
unprecedented anger would just show up unexpectedly. So I went to the Lord about it. Well, as I was roaming around on the computer, the Holy Spirit began to show me things. And I began to look at the label of all of those protein shakes that I'd been investigating. And every single one of them had sucralose. But it was way down on the bottom, on the last line of ingredients, which explained why I didn't catch it the first time when I was in a hurry. And I said, Lord, I have a sensitivity to this stuff, and I got to get it out of here. So I opened up the toilet and poured it all out. Well, and as it began to leave my body, the anger has subsided. The mood swings have left. So that means I still have a sensitivity to this particular chemical. And in addition to that, this particular sweetener splits your DNA cells. That is not something anyone should experience for any reason. Amen. So let me pick up where I left off. In response, now you know these people are trying to protect the dollars they've made off of this. In response to a previous study on sucralose, the American Beverage Association shared a statement from the European Food Safety Authority reconfirming the safety of the ingredient found in many foods and beverages. This is an important confirmation as individuals worldwide rely on sweeteners like sucralose as safe and effective tools for both losing weight or maintaining weight loss, it's stated on its website. The American Heart Association and other organizations label low-calorie sweeteners, artificial sweeteners, and non-caloric sweeteners as non-nutritive sweeteners since they offer no nutritional benefits such as vitamins and minerals. It advises the replacement of sugary foods and drinks with non, no nutritional benefit uh, substitutes as a way to eliminate calories, achieve or maintain a healthy weight, and maintain stable blood glucose levels. For example, swapping a full-calorie soda with diet soda is one way of not increasing blood glucose levels while satisfying a sweet tooth. One article on the website reads, We don't know for sure if using these ingredients in foods and drinks makes people actually eat or drink fewer calories every day. But reducing the amount of added sugar in your diet That we know for sure is a good thing. Unrelated to this study, the World Health Organization recently offered a controversial warning that sugar substitutes such as sucralose raise the risk of severe health conditions, including type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and mortality. This multi-billion dollar product And there's going to be pushback, Schiffman said. 
and there is, they're not going to ever admit guilt. Believe me, they won't. What I'm hoping is somebody who makes these kinds of decisions think about it. At the very least, it needs to be labeled. So there is food for thought for whoever needs it. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough warned that messenger RNA or mRNA vaccines inject foreign genetic code into human beings, which the body fails to break down or expel for a prolonged period of time. Research on mRNA has been going on for decades. Dr. McCullough said during an October 5th interview. The 2023 Nobel Prize for Medicine was awarded to two scientists making messenger RNA long-lasting in the human body, he said. I mean, it has been tested in multiple applications. It's an absolute buzz. It was just the worst idea ever to install the genetic code for a lethal protein without being able to shut it off. It wasn't the fact that it was rushed. It's just ill-conceived from the very beginning. We can't force the human body to accept foreign genetic code and produce a foreign protein. Messenger RNA for vaccines is is a completely failed concept. It's a dangerous concept, and the U.S. government wasn't honest. They should have been honest. Trump should have come out and said, listen, it's on our website. Our military's been working on this since 2012. During a testimony at the European Parliament last month, Dr. McCullough said there's not a single study showing that the messenger RNA is broken down in the human body once it is injected. There's not a study showing it leaves the body. Since the vaccines are made synthetically, they cannot be broken down. He added that the lethal protein from the COVID-19 vaccine found in the human body after vaccination was found to be circulating at least for six months, if not longer. In the case of seasonal jabs, that is, taking an injection or booster at the end of six months, as recommended by the authorities, there's another installation in more circulating, potentially lethal protein. Scientist Drew Westman, who won the 2023 Nobel Prize in Medicine, for his role in developing mRNA technology, warned in a 2018 paper that not only did clinical trials of mRNA vaccines produce more modest results in humans than was expected based on animal models, but that the side effects were not trivial. Dr. McCullough's comments come as the Gates Foundation is spending $40 million on countries in Africa and other economically backward nations to produce new mRNA vaccines in efforts to prevent diseases like tuberculosis and malaria. In the Steve Deese interview, Dr. McCullough said that the ineffectiveness of the technology 
was not unknown to the government since they've been testing it for nearly 40 years. He referred to a February 2023 paper published in the British Medical Journal, which cited that the U.S. government has been investing billions of dollars in developing messenger RNA technology since 1985. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, began investing in mRNA tech in 2011. DARPA then launched the Pandemic Prevention Platform Program in 2016 that sought to produce relevant numbers of doses against infections within 60 days of identifying them. The ADEP-P3 was a program by the U.S. military to end pandemics in 60 days. There is no other technology that our government has invested more in, Dr. McCullough said. Dr. McCullough cited another paper that stated there were over 9,000 patents on messenger RNA, and all the patent assignees are big entities. At the top is Sanofi, then Vavax, BioNTech, Moderna, and the U.S. government. No single person invented messenger RNA. Someone who comes up in 2021 and says, you know, I invented it, that's impossible. This has been going on for decades. Dr. McCullough pointed out that the United States and China have been in collaboration for years in their research on infectious and lethal coronavirus. However, officials like Anthony Fauci, the former head of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Francis Collins, the former head of National Institutes of Health, and a whole cadre of scientists, they collaborated to conceal this global security threat. They actually intentionally lied to the world and said the virus came out of nature. They knew it came out of the Wuhan lab, he said, citing a research paper by Ralph Barrett and Dr. Z. Lee Shai. I can't get that whole name that was published in the Nature Journal in 2015. Dr. Z. Shai is affiliated with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, while Mr. Barrick is from the Department of Epidemiology, University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. They said they created SARS-CoV-2 virus. They called it the Wuhan Institute of Virology 1 virus. That was the prototype, SARS-CoV-2. So that's in 2015. Instead of bringing Ralph Barrick out and asking Dr. Barrick, how do we get ourselves out of this disaster, you mastermind this virus funded by the U.S. In his interview, Dr. McCullough made three recommendations. I say, number one, I've called in the U.S. Senate and now the European Parliament to pull all COVID-19 vaccines off the market before anyone else is harmed. Number two, U.S., EU, and all westernized nations should pull out of the World Health Organization. They're not trustable. And number three, I'm following the World Council for Health. 
I am recommending a halt on all childhood vaccines. The entire vaccine schedule until it is clarified since messenger RNA is now on the schedule without any concerns for safety. While some studies related to the safety of COVID-19 vaccines have shown the jabs to be safe, others have raised concerns about the safety of the shots. A December 2022 study analyzed trials comparing vaccine recipients with individuals who who did not receive a vaccine or were given a placebo. It concluded that compared to placebo, most vaccines reduce or likely reduce the proportion of participants with confirmed symptomatic COVID-19. And for some, there is high certainty evidence that they reduce severe or critical disease. However, a June 2022 study that looked at mRNA vaccinations found that Pfizer and Moderna mRNA COVID-19 vaccines were associated with an increased risk of serious adverse effects of special interest. The excess risk of serious adverse effects of special interest surpassed the risk reduction for COVID-19 hospitalization relative to the placebo group in both Pfizer and Moderna trials. During the interview, Dr. Dees asked about hearing issues that he and his colleagues suffered and whether they had any ties with the vaccine. While he did not take a COVID-19 shot, the colleague was vaccinated. Dr. Deese asked if this was further proof that basically the last few years, Peter, everybody was a lab rat whether you took the vaccine or not. It's true, nearly all of us have been exposed to the Wuhan spike protein, Dr. McCullough replied. When I see patients in the office, we check antibodies against the spike protein. Invariably, they're elevated. Rarely, I'll find somebody who hasn't been exposed. Now, you hear me every time we pray by this whole issue. And some of you haven't figured out what I'm saying yet. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Dr. McCullough pointed out that there are clear-cut papers showing individuals suffering hearing loss after taking COVID-19 jabs. It's all related to the spike protein, he said. MRNA vaccines work by instructing cells in the body to produce the spike protein found on the surface of the COVID-19 virus. Once vaccinated, an individual muscle cells began producing spike protein pieces, displaying them on cell surfaces, which end up triggering the human immune system to create antibodies. When such an individual gets infected with the COVID-19 virus, these antibodies will then fight the virus. Dr. McCullough warned that even people who have not received mRNA COVID-19 vaccines can eventually get affected by messenger RNA through an individual, through a vaccinated individual via shedding. 
Shedding means that one has been exposed to the spike protein or to the messenger RNA from close contact with another individual. We know both of them can travel via exosomes, which are small phospholipid packets that can be inhaled via breath, through sweat, and various forms of body fluid. Typically, you know very close contact. There was a big project called the EVA Project in the U.K. showing 78% of women who take a vaccine, they actually have menstrual abnormalities. And those who don't even take a vaccine, they end up having menstrual abnormalities. There's been plenty of those reports that have occurred. Dr. McCullough cited an interview he did with scientist Helene Benown, an expert on shedding who believes such things clearly happens for sure in people who've taken the vaccine within 30 days close contact. Now, two studies, one in the United States, one in Japan, show the messenger RNA comes through breast milk. The spike protein may be shedded potentially for a much longer duration of time. It's been shown in the human body now for months, maybe even years afterward. And that's the rationale for what our recent proposal to actually undergo spike protein detoxification. Cardiologists pointed out that every signal related to the cardiovascular disease, neurologic disease, blood clots, immune disease, and cancer is up. There can be debates on why all these chronic diseases are up, all-cause mortality up in every single area of the world, he said. The two big exposures we've had are... COVID-19 infection, and now COVID-19 vaccines. I think both mechanisms have led to this wave of disease. I think more powerfully with the vaccines, since the vaccines are largely genetic, they're given every six months, and they install the genetic code for the disease-promoting and lethal Wuhan spike protein. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the first supply of U.S. armaments arrived in Israel on Tuesday. The Israel Defense Forces said, following a deadly attack by Hamas that prompted Israel to declare war for the first time since 1973, the first plane carrying U.S. weapons landed (coughs) at the Nevatim Air Base in southern Israel Tuesday evening. The IDF said, while thanking the United States for it to Israel during this challenging time. The Israel Defense Forces did not disclose the types of U.S. weaponry it received, only stating that they were designated to facilitate significant military operations and increase preparedness for other scenarios. Our common enemies know that the cooperation between our militaries is stronger than ever and is a key part in ensuring regional security and stability. The Israeli military said in a statement, the weapon shipment follows a brutal surprise attack in which more than 1,000 Hamas terrorists rampaged through, the, through southern Israel. The attackers mu- murdered more than 1,000 Israeli citizens took hostages, engaged in rape and torture, and stole military equipment. 
Israel has responded with its heaviest bombardment of the Gaza Strip, the Hamas stronghold, and has ordered a complete siege of the area. The Palestinian Ministry of Health said that at least 830 people have died in Gaza since the escalation began. The IDF said on Tuesday that dozens of fighter jets struck over 200 targets overnight in the Al-Fuguen neighborhood in Gaza, which it said has been used as a terror hub for the terrorist organization Hamas. This is the third strike in the area during the last 24 hours in which the IDF struck over 450 targets, it said. The U.S. Department of Defense said that it has enhanced its military force posture in the region to boost deterrence. This includes deploying a carrier strike group to the eastern Mediterranean and bolstering fighter aircraft presence. The National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, said military supplies are already flowing into Israel with interceptors for Iron Dome missile defense shield leading the way. We're also looking at other ways that we can help augment their air defense capabilities. President Joe Biden has pledged that Washington would ensure Israel has what it needs to defend itself and that it was surging military assistance, including ammunition and interceptors to replenish Iron Dome. So in this moment, we must be crystal clear. We stand with Israel, President Biden said in his remarks from the White House on October 10th. That would have been yesterday. We're going to make sure that Israel does not run out of these critical assets to defend its cities and citizens. Mr. Biden denounced the attack as an act of sheer evil, which has killed at least 14 American citizens. He also emphasized that Hamas does not stand Palestinians' people's right to dignity and self-determination. Its stated purpose is the annihilation of the state of Israel and the murder of Jewish people. They use Palestinian civilians as human shields, he said. Hamas offers nothing but terror and bloodshed with no regard to who pays the price. Like every nation in the world, Israel has the right to respond, indeed has a duty to respond, to these vicious attacks, the U.S. president added. Former Israeli ambassador to the U.S., Michael Oren, described Mr. Biden's speech as the most passionately pro-Israel in history, and on and on and on. You can finish reading the rest of that. I need to keep getting on. Amen. I think I can finish it. Saying it affirmed the president's support for the Jewish state and its people. Meanwhile, U.S. Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, along with a team of diplomats, will travel to Israel this week to coordinate with Israeli leadership on its ongoing war with the Hamas terrorist group. They are expected to leave the United States on Wednesday and arrive in Israel on Thursday. That is a long plane ride. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller said the visit was vital to ensuring that Israel had the diplomatic, economic, and military support it needed to conduct its self-defense. First and foremost, the secretary has been engaged with our Israeli partners to ensure that Israel has everything it needs to defend itself. 
It will be a message of solidarity and support. He, of course, wants to hear from the leaders of Israel. Mr. Miller also clarified that the United States has no intention of joining Israel's war and that the presence of an aircraft carrier in the region was intended to warn other powers away from exploiting the situation. We do not have any plans for boots on the ground or military action at this point, he said. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning non-governmental groups on the United Nations called on the United Nations to urge the South Korean government to end its complicity in forced organ harvesting in China. South Korea, known as a major consumer of transport plant tourism to China, has not taken sufficient steps to monitor and discourage this practice, despite being aware of the circumstances surrounding forced organ harvesting, a grievous and arbitrary deprivation of human lives. Two nonprofits said in a statement on September 13th, the two groups, the Korea Association for Ethical Organ Transplants and Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting, raised concerns about the Korean government's involvement in the organ transplant abuse in a report submitted to the UN Human Rights Committee. A session of the global body is scheduled to take place in Geneva next month. Kim, whose last name I don't know, director of Korean Association for Ethical Organ Transplants, said the report not only impacts the Korean government, but also helps to address forced organ harvesting in China. Given that the multi-billion dollar business has been fueled by transplant tourists worldwide. Collaboration among non-government organizations to engage the Human Rights Committee committee in monitoring other countries for complicity in forced organ harvesting in China can help address this heinous practice which relies on demand from other nations, Mr. Kim said. The organ transplant industry in China has experienced exceptional growth since the early 2000s, despite the fact that voluntary organ donation is minimal in the country. Chinese hospitals have been documented as offering matching organs in just a few days, something unheard of in any other country relying on a voluntary system. The group's report, citing a 2017 program on South Korea Cable network TV Shoshun, which uncovered a phenomenal a phenomenon of Korean patients flocking to China for transplants. The network's reporters, posing as relatives of a patient with kidney disease, inquired about transplant surgery in a hospital in I don't know what that word is, a coastal Chinese city. With a hidden camera, they filmed conversations with the hospital staff who informed them that the regular waiting time for a matching organ ranged from 7 to 50 days. However, a nurse said that the patient could get a kidney in two days if they wished to pay an extra $10,000. 
When asked about the average number of transplant surgeries performed by the hospital on a daily basis, the nurse replied that they had performed three kidney and four liver transplants the day before. The reporters also interviewed Korean patients who had undergone transplant surgeries in that hospital. One woman said she waited eight weeks for a matched organ. Her son told reporters that the organ arrived at the hospital about two hours after the procurement. In recent decades, the short wait times for organs in China have attracted thousands of patients from overseas. A 2016 study published in the American Journal of Transplantation showed China was the most popular destination country for overseas transplantation, while South Korea was the second largest departure country. Researchers reviewed papers published from 2000 to 2015 and identified 6,002 patients who traveled to foreign countries for organs from 1971 to 2013. Nearly 45,700 of those patients went to China to seek life-saving operations. Notably, there was no official organ donation and distribution system in China until 2015. Generally, Chinese people are reluctant to donate their organs because of traditional beliefs that hold that the body is a gift from one's parents and that it should be left untouched after death. As late as 2003, the country's organ donation figure remained at zero. According to Chinese state media, most of the organs for transplant had come from executing prisoners. Senior Chinese officials acknowledged for the first time in 2005. However, the number of death row executions couldn't explain the high number of transplants conducted in the country. In 2019, an independent people's tribunal concluded that the Chinese regime had been killing prisoners of conscience on a significant scale to supply its transplant market. The main victims, the tribunal found, were imprisoned Falun Gong practitioners. Falun Gong is a spiritual discipline and meditation practice with moral teachings based on the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance, has been brutally persecuted by the Chinese Communist Party since 1999. Adherents of the practice have been thrown into prisons, labor camps, and brainwashing centers. Stop right there. Adherents of the practice have been thrown into prisons, labor camps, and brainwashing centers where many have been tortured in order to force them to renounce their faith. Now, that's exactly what Hillary Clinton says ought to happen uh, to the so-called cult that follows Trump. That's exactly what she said. I hope you got that. All righty. Let me pick up where I left off. China Tribunal concluded that the regime had committed crimes against humanity and called on governments and international bodies to do their duty by responding to the finding. This year, Chinese officials renewed a call to strengthen organ donation and transplant cooperation through the Belt and Road Initiative, drawing criticism from human rights groups in Taiwan, Japan, and South Korea. The local government in Busan 
the second largest city in South Korea, was involved in promoting the controversial scheme, according to the report. In 2022, those authorities co-hosted the first Asian Organ Donation International Symposium, during which participants discussed cross-border organ delivery or patient transport through the sharing network. Such actions risk inadvertently assisting China's forced organ harvesting and putting South Koreans in danger of inadvertently participating in the heinous crime, the report reads. Dr. Trey, co-founder and executive director of the organization, said that the report illustrates the way in which countries in the free world are complicit in China's forced organ harvesting, not by willingly supporting, but by passively allowing it to occur, but by passively allowing it to occur. This is mine. We talked about the lack of um, of assertive response. This will be judged by God, not only in this circumstance, but in individual circumstances. If nations could commit to adhering to the existing law, Dr. Trey said, they could step out of the passive complicity. It's not inevitable. It's by choice. It's not too late to sever ties with the CCP's crimes against humanity, he said. But if the choice is not made, then the complicity will increase. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning two types of animal antibiotics and an animal contraceptive have been detected in food samples from America's top 10 most popular fast food chains, according to a laboratory report. In September, moms across America submitted food samples from 10 popular American food chains to the Health Research Institute, an Iowa-based nonprofit laboratory that tests food for nutritional value, biofunctionality, and contaminants and toxins, requesting that the laboratory test the samples of over 100 common veterinary drugs and hormones. MAA, Moms Across America, is a nonprofit activism group formed by mothers intending to bring awareness to food that contains genetically modified organisms, GMOs, and pesticides. Molecular and chief scientist at the Health Research Institute, John Fagan, confirmed that his lab tested the food samples. Most of the food was sampled from America's top 10 most popular food chains. Volunteers for MAA went to their local McDonald's, Starbucks, Subway, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, Tacotli, Dunkin', Wendy's, or Domino's stores and ordered the same meal several times. Kept in its packaging, each meal was sealed, frozen, and mailed to the Health Research Institute. At the laboratory, the food and its packaging were ground up and then tested for veterinary drugs and hormones. With the exception of Chipotle and Subway, all the food samples tested positive for veterinary drugs. 
that's serious. The antibiotic monosin, monensin, was detected in Taco Bell, Dunkin', Wendy's, Domino's, Burger King, and McDonald's. Monensin is a commonly used veterinary antibiotic with a slim margin of safety. Side effects in animals include anorexia, diarrhea, weakness, and motor problems. An overdose can cause an animal's poisoning or even death. This poisoning is rare in humans as there is no effective treatment used in clinical practice. One case occurred in a man who ingested 300 milligrams of monenesis, leading to severe rhabdomyolysis or a breakdown of muscle tissue. This medical condition is quite severe and can lead to a damaged heart and kidney. The dose that the man ingested, however, is a million times higher than the microgram doses detected in the food samples. <coughs> Excuse me. Narcin was detected in a Wendy's cheeseburger and found in trace amounts in a meal from Dunkin' Domino's and a Starbucks sandwich. Narcin is an antibiotic and antiparasitic feed additive that helps control parasitic infections in fattened chicken. It is also often added to cattle feed as it increases dry matter intake. Both Narcin and Monensin are IO4s, meaning they can disturb the balance of ions in cells and are often used in animals to control bacterial and parasitic infection. Side effects of naricin in animals include anorexia, diarrhea, and degeneration of heart and skeletal muscles. These antibiotic ionophores are not used in humans due to certain concerns of toxicity, though there are a few cases of documented toxicity from these drugs. Nicarbazin, an animal antiparasitic and contraceptive was detected in the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich sample. The drug is primarily used as an antiparasitic drug in fattened chickens and turkeys, but it has also been used for population control of geese and pigeons. Since it is highly toxic to agricultural embryos, embryos and decreases egg laying and hatching among grown poultry populations, many farmers have called for more re regulations to protect their animals from such exposures. To date, no reports have shown that nicarbazin causes toxic effects in humans, though its long-term ramifications are unknown. One research report assumed that nicarbazin would be safe for consumers since most turkeys fed the drug would act as a filter breaking down the drug before it reached the market. The impact of millions of Americans, especially children and young adults, consuming a known animal contraceptive daily is concerning, said Zen Honeycutt, MAA's executive director. With infertility problems on the rise, the reproductive health of this generation is front and center for us in light of these results. Few studies have investigated the effects of veterinary drugs in humans. That's the problem, Ms. Honeycutt said. These are veterinary drugs and hormones. 
So the only studies that I have found that you will find will be for animals. They're not authorized for humans, and yet they're being allowed into the food supply. Some people are consuming this food every day, so we don't know how much they're accumulating in their body, Ms. Honeycutt added. Since each food sample was brought from only one store per fast food chain, Ms. Honeycutt said that they would need to do more tests to know if all other chains serve food containing similar veterinary drugs. However, she was suspicious that other chains may also be affected. My understanding is that they're grinding the meat up of hundreds of birds in order to make these processed meat patties. So when one is contaminated, it likely contaminates possibly hundreds of other samples. If one comes down with this particular disease, then the farmer will likely treat any of the birds at that facility, Miss Honeycutt said. When asked about potential package contamination, Mr. Fagan from the Health Research Institute said that the packages came from different states across the United States. So while one package might be contaminated, it would be difficult for all of them to be contaminated. The MAA previously tested 43 school lunches provided by participants. Lab tests found that 95% of the lunches had gliophosphate and 74% contained at least one harmful pesticide. Gliophosphate is a weed killer, and childhood exposure to gliophosphate has been linked to the development of diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and cancer, including non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Thiobendazole, an immune suppressant, was detected in around 30% of the samples, and a developmental toxin was found in over 40% of them. Well, we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in such matters. Lord, help your people to live healthy lives as much as possible, in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Marshall, we need to pray. Amen, and amen, and amen. Thank you, Father. You did not leave us here such a time as this, just as an accident. All things are naked and open under your eyes. You know all things that are going on, and you're not surprised that some people are controlled by greed and perhaps another agenda, perhaps Satan's agenda that Jesus told us about in John 10.10. Jesus says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and or maybe all three, destroy. But Jesus said, I have come, you may have life and have it more abundantly. You said, Lord, blessed is the man that hungers and thirsts for righteousness, for he shall be filled. So we thank you, Lord, for giving us a natural hunger for things that you want us to hunger for. But, Lord, help us to have the gifts that we need by your Spirit, including discernment. For all the saints and all those, including their children, all those coming into the body of Christ, including all the descendants and family members of every believer. And, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for waking people up. We thank you for these different groups that uh, Pastor Sabrina has just read through, Father God, that have been trying to alert people to what's going on 
globally, Father God. It's not just the United States. It's not just in um, a few developed nations, a few developing nations. Some people have an agenda, Father God, and it's not too... They've been trying to hide things for a long time, but we've been praying, Father God, and you've been hearing our prayers. So we thank you, Father, that Jesus is interceding for each of us. Thank you for not leaving us as orphans. <clears throat> thank you, Father, for being in Jesus, reconciling the world unto yourself. Thank you, Jesus, for the amazing and full and complete victory you won on Calvary over the devil. We give you praise and honor and glory for what you've already done. In Jesus' name, because it is written in Colossians chapter 2. Where are we here, Lord? And you, that is Marshall, and those of us who have not completely repented, you being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh. Some people think, you know, Jewish people think, well, if I just get circumcised, then I can live the way I want and can still go to heaven. Like some people who think they're Christians, they can think they get sprinkled as a baby, and then they can just party hardy and do whatever they feel like doing and still go to heaven. Um, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And John, wherever that is, uh, 14, 15. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, has he quickened together with you, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the, thank you, Jesus, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, whoo, did an amazing job, Jesus. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made us show them openly, triumphing over them in it. So we Lord Lord it says in, in uh first Corinthians, I think it's eight two, that if the devil, the the, 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 the prince of this world the princes of this world had known wh- what was happening, those demons, those different principalities knew what was happening, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. Because Satan lost his legal right to kill, steal, cross. We thank you for the power of your cross and we plead that blood, the shed blood of the innocent Lamb of God, even as John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world. Lord, how do we have our sins removed as far as the east is from the west, like you said in Psalm 103, verse 12? It's when we look to you, Lord. Look look unto me and be saved. I am God, there is none else. That's what you said. We're supposed to, how do we see the invisible God? Ah, Jesus is the visible representation of the invisible God. I think you said that in the previous chapter in Colossians, to being the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and earth. So thank you, Lord, you created all people. And we pray for those in authority, those at the different corporations, those at the different political organizations, those at the different uh, non-governmental organizations, all these different groups. World Health Organization, all these different three-letter agencies, some have a few more letters than that that Pastor Sabrina just read through. For all these different these different items that Pastor Sabrina has brought to light, all five different areas, Father God, including we ask for your adjudications concerning this exposure of Splenda, otherwise known as sucralose, Father God. They seem to come out of the same place where it's connected with... Uh, with North was a University of North Carolina Chapel Hill connected with um, the COVID nineteen thing. 
Isn't that amazing little coincidence, huh? And thank you, Lord, that you're exposing what it's causing, and that is not healthy, that it is detrimental, especially for those people who are trying to avoid getting fat. They think they're doing a good thing, and they don't know. Because, of course, they wouldn't have given people things that would sweeten things that are supposedly created by God that are natural. That's why the U.S. government, I think, they wanted to ban some products coming from Europe that had uh, stevia on it. Now, stevia comes from you know, high, high elevations in, in South America. I don't know if it's readily available everywhere. But they had some pastry products or something covered with it. Uh, or maybe it was a ham. That's what it was. Oh, no, you can't import that to the United States. You have to take off the stevia. What's wrong with stevia? They, they must have an agenda. They don't want people to find out that there's other products that can sweeten things that don't have calories that may be a little healthier. So, Father, we thank you for bringing these things to light. We thank you even as we've been praying again and again and again, and you're bringing all these things to light because you said, if two of you on earth agree such anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. Thank you, Father. You hasten your word to perform. Your word runneth very, very swiftly. In Jesus' name. And even as you said in Luke 12, too, but there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. So these people say, oh, no one will ever find out that, 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 that we're just trying to get rich quick. And, uh, you know, that's why the Jewish people were told not to eat pork because uh, if they get rich quick scheme, right? Because the, the, the little piggies put on weight a little faster than the cows do and all that. And sometimes they take on some other toxic things. You know, not that cows can be purely uh, to- uh, free, but they have a lot more stomachs. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for exposing, speaking of stomachs, leaky gut, which does not just come from sucralose, but it also comes from this glyphosate, otherwise known as Roundup, which is used when they harvest grains like oats and wheat and all those grains that most people like to have a piece of bread from time to time or even a bowl of oatmeal. But they don't know how important it is to make sure they get organic oatmeal or organic bread, wheat whatever, because why? They're forbidden from using things like Roundup or glyphosate, not to mention, hopefully, uh, Splenda in Jesus. And so we ask for adjudication for all these things. We thank you for Dr. McCullough bringing to light, we've heard it from other sources, about the uh, long-standing uh, research being done by the multiple different groups, including the U.S. government. And who pays the U.S. government? Oh, the citizens, those nice little brainwashed people. Uh, excuse me, the citizens, the people that are supposed to be citizens of this corporation. I mean, it's supposed to be a republic, but no, it's not a republic. What is it? So, Father, we ask you to bring to light what's really going on, why they're bringing this stuff to light, and why all these companies got together with corporations, uh, public-private partnership, otherwise known as fascism, came together to bring about what? Um what doctor, what's his name, Dr. Fauci was promoting and what um, uh, the nice fellow from Microsoft with all that money he has sloshing around promoting to just get rid of a few, uh, reduce the world's population. So so we don't have any stress. Uh, otherwise, no means is fulfilling the agenda Pat Holiday told us about all those years ago before those stones came down in uh, or is that in Georgia, the, the Georgia Guidestones, where they said they wanted to reduce the whole world's population to half a, half a billion. But isn't it over 7.5 billion now? 
does that mean what happens to the other seven billion people? Oh, 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 oh we'll, we'll send them to to uh, support Israel. Hey, wonderful. Let's just support Israel. Everybody wants to support Israel. And we're told to pray for what? The peace of Jerusalem. And that is important. And what does Jerusalem mean? The word Jerusalem means the flow of peace. Well, how, how was there a flow of peace in Jerusalem? The Messiah, the Jewish Messiah, who was the Messiah of all people, the anointed one, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, went about doing good, healing all the suppressed the devil, like it says in Acts 10.38. Jesus is the anointed one. And what did he shed? His innocent, innocent blood. So there could be a flow of peace. Yes, the prince of war became the prince of peace by hanging on that tree and taking marshals, not just a few spanks, not just a few uh, spitting in the face, not just a few uh, uh, lashes. He took it all for the mankind who would just look to Jesus, keep their eyes fixed on Jesus. What did he do that for? Because man's so good, he can make it to heaven without Jesus dying on the cross? No, that's not what your word says. What do we have to do to make it? We have to reckon ourselves dead to fear, and dead to pride, dead to thinking we got it all figured out. Now, we heard rumors about these different things like uh, sucralose and Splenda and all these other things, Father. We heard rumors about the fact that, well, you know, th th this uh, COVID vaccine was kind of rushed to market in a big hurry, except they've actually been working on it for a whole long time, haven't they? Dr. McCullough's work has been helpful, Father God. We ask for adjudication that all these things that people have been doing, they're all being brought to light, even as you told us to pray. Ask, and we've been praying and asking, Father God, in Jesus' name. But you told us not to be afraid, not to freak out, because what is that? You've not given us the spirit of fear, but power of love and of a sound mind. And you said, in Matt, Jesus speaking, and Matt, Jesus only speaks the words the Father God gave him to speak, he said, Fear not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. So we think that we are exposing all these different agendas of these people who do not seem to like human beings. These people are acting like they have zero compassion for human beings. They look like human beings, but is their bank account so much more important than human beings? Is it more important to take a, a little donation of, of uh, funds or whatever or have your stock go up for the nice pharmaceutical company you invested in uh, than to care about human beings? So, Father, we ask for adjudication for all these things. And concerning what's been going on just recently in Israel, Father God, I've heard several well-informed people who know that Mossad, the, uh, not just the Israeli Defense Forces, but their, uh, their uh, equivalent of the CIA, they are not uh, very lax. They're, they're, they're very aware. And they have people implanted in Hamas and all these other organizations all over the world. They have people that know what's going on. And you don't just move bulldozers to borders without people kind of noticing. And this was a lot of planning, Father God, coming in with all these little paraglide things and coming in on the water or the blow-up rafts or whatever they did and coming in by land. This took a little planning. It took probably more than a couple of months planning, right? And why would this be allowed to happen? Maybe the people in Israel thought that they were in danger of being annihilated by the nuclear plan from 
Iran? Is, is that where it is? I think it's Iran. So it's been working on that. And they, they, they used to be in cahoots with the United States to, that helped them be able to, to interrupt their plans. But since um, some people say Obama's in his third term working through Biden, that he's going back to the original plan when he helped fund what they were doing over there, or they, they called it something else. But, Father God, we thank you for exposing what's going on because they need a popular support, just like the globalists need a popular support to go invade another country, which is why they had the so-called September 11th thing when that other building, was it Building 7, just collapsed all by itself. There was no plane went into it. It just kind of just collapsed <laughs> and kind of covered up all that CIA, private information, all these things being done. Do, is there something going on? Are they exposing things? And these different people said there's no way at all that Israel didn't know this was going to happen. Absolutely impossible. They, 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 they weren't all uh, so zoned out. And, and what's been happened, this is not nice what's happened to the Israeli people, but what the government of Israel has done to their own people is at least as horrific as what the U.S. government has done to their own people with the COVID jabs and with the other things they've allowed. How about the murder of babies, Father God? The, the per capita abortion rate is not, not little. So, Father God, we thank you for exposing what's going on with Israel and ask you to to, to bring to light. So, yes, and of course, all these, all these uh, corporate uh, people working in the Congress who are pretending to be, be voted in, pretending to support the people of the United States. Maybe there's a few that are actually standing for the truth. Father God, I don't know how many. Maybe I can count them on one hand, maybe less than that. But, Father God, all those people that have an agenda, Father God, there's not your agenda, not the Republic of the United States, Father God, in Jesus' name. We ask you to expose what's going on, Father God, and cause the people to say, well, how come all the Democrats and Republicans are all together united to support Israel? Because, of course, they don't want to be called, what do you call it, um, anti-Semitic. And, and we're not. But I thank you for Pat Holiday. I think she's one of the first ones to help open my eyes to the uh, Khazar Jews and these other Jews. They came in from Turkey, and they don't have they don't have anything to do with the Torah. They, they go to the Talmud. They go to these other writings. They go to the follow of the writings of the rabbis, and they don't seem to like human beings, kind of like the people at high levels in corporations, in governments around the world, don't seem to like their own citizens. They kind of act like they're, um, what is that word? Mm, psychopaths. They have no compassion, Father God, because maybe them, some of them have so many demons. Maybe they've eaten uh, too many um, pizzas with Hillary. I don't know, Father God. Maybe they're going to get too much adenochrome. I don't know, Father God. But, Father God, what's going on? What's going on in South Korea? That's shocking to me. I, I had no idea that South Korea was, with, was on board with this passive support, Father God, of, of the horrific uh, organ harvesting that they're doing against Falun Gong and these uh, other people that are trying to keep their bodies healthy. So what? Somebody else can use their liver, their kidneys, their whatever, their hearts, their father. Father, you said, ask and you shall receive. You said, if two of you on earth agree to anything, ask it shall be done my father, which is in them. You said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And Father God, we thank you for this group uh, of these, um, these women, Father God, that got together for moms across America exposing what's going on, not just with the fast food chains, Father God, and that they have animal products, uh, animal antibiotics and contraceptives found in the food, which is not beneficial for humans, but exposing what's going on even within the school lunches that have the glyphosate, glyph 
glyphosate, however you pronounce it, the Roundup, the same Roundup. You can buy it. You can still buy it. Put it on your weeds. Uh, I remember talking to a tree surgeon. He said, yeah, but you got to be really, really careful. You need to wear gloves and a mask and whatever. I don't know, mask protecting You need to be like in a, because that, it'll kill the weeds. <laughs> it's not too good for you either. So, Father God, help your people to wake up. Help the people to wake up, not just from the dark side, but to wake up to the light side, to look to Jesus, to listen to Jesus, to hear his input. Because, Father, you know, respect of persons, what you've done for one, you'll do for another. You revealed it to, to, to Peter. You called him a rock. But he wasn't like the rock, like the Roman Catholic Church likes to portray, and even the Episcopal Church likes to say, oh, you have to be part of our church or else. No, it's the universal church. But it's the, what is it, the revelation that he gave, that the gates of hell will not prevail against the body of Christ. And what is the body of Christ? Jesus poured out his soul, his blood, for every human being. How could he do that? How could he do that, Father God? There, the, the thing for the revelations you're starting to give, and even, not just to Peter, the rev, ongoing revelations that the gates of hell will not prevail. Will not prevail. And we thank you what you gave to that, that brother, with the Tommy Hicks up in Canada, 1961 or whatever, that the that this huge, huge thing like Gulliver's, you know, this huge like giant like tacked down to the ground with little teeny strings, all these little mini demons running around trying to hold him down. Oh no, oh, you need to be on Facebook. Oh, you don't want to miss out on anything. Oh no, you got to go over here and be on Twitter or whatever they're calling it now. You need to be involved in all these things. You need to be watching TV. Oh, don't miss this movie. That's great. I was going to read my Bible. Oh, no, no, you got to listen to this movie. Dad, you need a hobby. You need to do something else other than read the Bible. That's boring. It's only boring if you don't know the author. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for waking us up to get to know Holy Spirit-inspired author of your word. Your word is forever settled. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. We're supposed to be ready. We're supposed to be watching and praying. So, Father, we're watching and praying. You said, if my people, which are called by my name,
Oh, 